0: Who's the, the Who's the donkey? You, you Who's no. the donkey? No. The one, no. Who is the that's donkey now? Who is the donkey? There's only one Tyson Fury. I broke my back. What do you mean by that? Your back, back is broken. What? A, a vertebrae or, or well, a portion? Spinal. Hello, hello, hello. Here we go. Here we go. You know what they say, there's a first for everything. So I guess you've got to start the EP from somewhere, right? Eh? <laughs> you got to start the podcast somewhere. Welcome, everyone, to Jab and Weave, All Things Boxing. I'm here myself, Sharon al And I'm joined by my great friend and glamorous assistant, Sonny Dilbar, the man himself. The man himself. And essentially, this is just. I'm going to say it's a boxing podcast, but, you know, we'll dibble and dabble with different sports as well. Why not? You know, UFC's got a bit of punching in it. So I guess we can include whatever's uh, breaking news in the UFC world. But mainly we'll be focusing on boxing. Myself and Sani, we've been been pals for a couple of months now. We met in this undisclosed company. Correct.
1: (laughs) Undisclosed
0: indeed. (laughs) And, you know, it's great to be able to talk to someone about the great sport, which is boxing. Someone who doesn't think Anthony Joshua is the best middleweight or Floyd Mayweather is the best heavyweight. Someone who's actually got their head screwed on and actually knows a thing or two, knows a bit of technical terms and watches the fights every now and then. So we just thought there's nothing like this in the scene right now, a podcast about boxing with funny young guys. Handsome, if I may add myself, ladies. Look at this guy, can't help himself. There's nothing like this in the scene. So we thought, "Why, why not bring what the people need? Why not bring what the people want? And I say, we've had some great uh, inspirations to kind of start this. So people like Ade Depot uh, the boxing uh, the uh, talk boxing talk with Ade that he's got on YouTube, uh, Rob Tepit, Rob Tebbit, Boxing Social, all of them. There's countless. Radio Raheem, you know. Yeah.
1: Don't forget <laughs> IFL TV as well with Coogan Kashish. Yeah,
0: can't forget them, all of them. They're great inspirations. And it kind of thought, why not get involved in the scene, talking about the sport that we love and what's the worst of happen? We can go viral... Get invited to Sky Sports? Who knows? Who knows? I mean, yeah, we're just
1: we're just two young fans who uh, exactly. love the sport of boxing and love the sweet science and like like uh, Sean said, there's nothing really out there that you think. Yeah, I, I like them too. Mm. But I think th- this
0: could be something special. I think yeah, with the, it could be with the content it. we've got, the jokes we've got, and. Everything's natural, it's organic. The pure chemistry, the banter, everything. Exactly. You we're, don't like, need... we're like a boxing coach and his trainer, but in this case, I'm not going to dump you, eh? You
1: can be Muhammad <laughs> Ali, I'll be Angelo Dundee, I'll <laughs> oh, show you the ropes, it. <laughs> it's, it's beautiful. But I mean, one of the things that you said there it was like, oh, you know, we're a voice. And then one of the things mm. that kind of sprang to mind was, we are the voice for the voiceless. I know it's a bit deep there, it's a bit deep, but um, definitely do think that you're definitely going to be interested to catch up with, the, with us guys every mm. week and see what content's out there, because there's nothing really like that out there. But anyways, 2020, big decade. Big, big decade. Big decade for both of us, especially in this undisclosed company, (laughs) among other things. But let's start off with what we're going to talk about today, Mm -hmm. and that is the boxing prospects of 2020. Boxing
0: prospects. So 2019, reflecting on the previous year, was a great year. We've seen people lose belts, get them back. We've seen people gain belts. We've seen mandatories come out the scene. We've seen people clear their drug testing. <coughs> I <Didn't know coughs> oh <God>. don't <laughs> know why. God, don't know why you're looking at me for. <laughs> I didn't do anything. We've seen people who, uh, unfortunately, got caught by Vada and all the other drug and um, drug allegation and drug bodies. So it's been a great year for boxing. And it just great. It presents, and pre- uh, presents a great platform t- for 2020. So hopefully we're going to see some great fights going to see some people win some belts lose some belts and who knows maybe a unification clash Who know but i think well i'm going to kick it off with one of my top prospects for 2020 and i want to keep it with the big dogs you know as i like to do
1: <laughs> you know sean he i don't know why every single time he has to get the whole thing about height and size involved and i i'm always like size doesn't matter some of the greats of boxing
0: were under six foot so i'm just like sean Calm down a little come on, bit. You know, heavy, heavyweight is where it's like People, okay. come on, we all know let's, that. Let's hear it then. Heavy, heavyweight is the division where it takes one punch to do something. Look at Ruiz Joshua. It just all it takes is that moment of mag, moment of magic, that moment of weakness, and then boom! Before you know it, look at you. You're the next unified champion. You're, ne- you're the next IBF WBA heavyweight champion of the world. The first Mexican heavyweight champion of the world. And that's why I love the heavyweights because it's so it's such a dynamic scene. It's such it's, it changes. And it could go to anyone's favour. And come on, who doesn't, who doesn't like the big dogs fighting? Who doesn't like to see El Mano, El Mano? Sorry, my Spanish is not that great. <laughs> I did get a, Actually, I'm not going to reveal the grade. But I didn't do the best. But you know what I mean? It is about the big dogs. And I'm a big dog myself. So this is, I like to see it. I like to see it. So kicking off with my prospect of the year for 2020. And what we mean by this is who we expect to have a great year potentially put themselves in a position for a title maybe at the end of the year or uh, towards the beginning of next year and who we see just making a real statement i mean the other thing we we should add as well is these prospects that we are going to
1: say they have the same kind of criteria they're up and coming Mm. they're under the age of 25 or so yeah um they might have a title but not necessarily the greatest title so um, one of the prospects we will speak about uh, on this uh, on this episode, he has a title called the uh, Recessing Champion, God. Um, whatever the hell that means. But yeah. um, but anyway, that's beside the point. So we're definitely going to be speaking about prospects, not established stars that who aren't really edging towards the top of the elite of their division, but younger fighters who we think. 2020 is their year to either become the best of their division or one of the very best and I think that's definitely something that you guys should understand when we're talking about prospects because loads of people have different definitions when they talk about prospects I mean some people say Javante Tank Davis Hmm. of the lightweight division he is a prospect but if you think about it he's been in a lot of fights he's uh, had a few belts so he's not really a prospect so that's something definitely to consider guys when hearing uh, our thoughts so uh,
0: take it away Sean. Thank you. So, keeping it in the British scene, and you, as you know, I like my big dog, so clearly, if you know who I'm going to say, it's none other than Triple D, Daniel Dynamite, or Dangerous, or whatever he's going for, Dubois. The guy is... He had a great year last year. He had over, was it five fights or so? And his knockout, is, his knockout ratio to fights is... Amazing. I think he's knocked everyone out besides one fighter. Uh, yeah, so he recently had his fight with um, Fujimento uh, towards the end of the year. Sorry. Great pronunciation, sorry, I'll tell sorry. you that right now. Sorry, for someone who doesn't like pork, I'm a real butcher of these names. But <laughs> i just got to go with it. He did have his fight with Fujimito, Fujimento, whatever, you know what I mean. Mentos, keep You're as
1: bad as Paul <laughs> Merson on Gillette oh, Soccer mate. Saturday. He's even worse <laughs>
0: with names. You know who I mean. The Japanese number one so he what a knew he newie. Oh, get out of here <laughs> heavyweights mate but yeah um he he had a great year he had a really great year he's looked good i like the rivalry with him and nathan gorman uh him and nathan gorman they obviously they uh, trained together in the amateurs and there was a bit of bad blood between them and gorman even had the little while uh, um i beat you in all our little spas so it was a real it was a real rivalry to sort out kind of like your joshua's and uh whites so it was great to see that. great to see Frank Warren putting two of his um, fighters against each other, especially young prospects. I'm not really one who believes in um prospects fighting each other because I don't know there's not, there's little gain there's little gain in high risks, but I guess you learn how, you learn something about yourself easily, but Du Bois had a great year. I don't know if there's anything you want to add to that man.
1: No. I mean, to be honest with you, um in terms of prospects, I would agree with you. Mm. Du Bois is definitely the one standout candidate. Um, his rise through the ranks. I think he fought 76 times in the amateurs. And you're thinking, why, why, are you, why are you talking about the amateurs? The thing is, in boxing, that kind of experience is so underrated. If you have someone with a vast amateur boxing background, it gives them the years, the experience, and the skill of other fighters. It doesn't necessarily make them a better fighter than other fighters. Because as we've seen, some fighters have had little to no experience in the amateurs, and they've won many titles, look at Anthony Joshua, for example, yeah. for whatever reason, he didn't have a dense amateur background oh, like no. other fighters have had. So, I think that's one thing I do like about Dubois. He's got the 75 amateur bouts under his name, and although he did plan on competing in the Olympics in 2020 at Tokyo, by the way, that's Japan. So, Fujimoto is his name, by the way, the all guy right. he fought. So, I just right. want Sorry. to put it out there. The, the Olympics are in 2020, so, all right, just, all just right. saying. Um, I think... The fact he became pro, he's fought 15 times and he's not just won, It's not 15 times, 14 times, he's not just won 14 fights, he's knocked out those fighters. And 13, 13. 13 knockouts yeah. and they're vicious knockouts. Oh yeah. Gorman, I mean, Fujimoto, the Teti, one before that, yeah. Tetti, Lati, Kojinu who fought... Uh, what's his name? Joseph Parker Oh, yeah, yeah. for the for the title a couple of years ago. He's been knocking these guys out and it's scary the amount of power he comes in. Yeah. I know people will, you know, jump quickly to the fact that there's always news that he did drop Anthony Joshua in sparring, but mm. the only thing I will say is you gotta take that with a pinch of salt because sparring is sparring and yeah. yeah, he did drop him. So it does show it does show Daniel DuBois power, but does that necessarily mean you know he's gonna knock out AJ? Yeah, in a fight? he definitely
0: has got power. I'm not um when we're looking at the heavy-scale platform, should I say, spectrum, um, is it wilder power? Mm, It's getting there. He's still young. He's still going to learn. Yeah. I guess um, I was just going to say mention about the sparring. I guess sparring, what I don't like about, oh, he dropped me, he dropped that person, is sparring, you're going there to kind of fight someone Mm. in preparation for your next fight. So maybe him fighting Dubois was the first time he's fought a vicious power puncher. So he was getting used to that, learning how to... No pun, but jab and weave, you know what I mean? <laughs> Learning how to overcome it. So, I'm not going to read too much into that. I think Dubois is going to have a great year 2020. I think, I don't see him doing five fights again, maybe no. three. We, well, rumours are saying him and Joyce in April. I'd love to see that fight. Really? That, that is the
1: fight you want to see though, because Joyce is at the stage of his career as well. By the way, if you guys don't know, George Ellis, we're talking about here, yeah. weight prospect. Well, not really a well, prospect, he's like <laughs> 33. 30, 33. But in terms of fight, he's barely fought and he's quite late to the game. But yeah. um, he, he, that's the fight you've got to make. One of them will obviously go to the next level. The other one will be at the same, same level or yeah. British level at the max. Um, that's the fight you've got to make. And I think that's going to be a good yardstick for Dubois because... Um, there's a lot of talk that Dubois should be fighting for a title end of this year especially the WBO because they're very he's very very high up in those rankings and it's quite funny because Frank Warren has a love affair with the WBO belt <laughs> I don't know what it is whether it was Tyson Fury Billy Joe Saunders whoever even Joe Calzaghe he just he loved the WBO it's like Real Madrid in the Champions League there's just a love affair there yeah, we don't know what it is it's but the belt he goes for, something, something's in their drink oh, God knows what <laughs> but that's the fight that that's the belt well that's the fight I want to see and the belt I do want Dubois if he's gonna go for a world title about at the end of this year, it has to be the WBO because the interesting thing is, obviously, in the heavyweight division, is there's just one person's about to vacate, then AJ's gonna meant to mentor fight Pulev. It's like mm, what's going on? It's all, on? Everywhere. It's, I all think it's
0: all up in air I'm gonna to have to disagree with you. I don't okay. think I want Joyce yet. I think I want I think I want one more person, another step in the stone perhaps, then Joyce. I think Joyce, cause he's 33, because he's late to the game, a bit more seasoned. I think it's a it's a big risk. I don't know. Dubois is a prospect, but I don't know if he can do it against Joyce. Joyce is a hard hitter. He's just... He's robotic, and he looks like he can take a punch as well. That fight, again, um, was it Brian Jennings who he fought? Yeah.
1: Can't remember
0: his name, yeah. He was, he was taking him, and he was eating him, and he was like, come on, give me more. Like, I thought it was Oliver Twist. Please, sir, can I have some more? I was thinking, <laughs> this guy's really eating up these punches, these jabs. So I think I'd like to see Dubois just against someone someone a bit more European level one of these but, but surely Joyce is the level. next fight I mean he's fought Stivert yeah after, after, Ustinov, after then, then yeah
1: and if the if the, I, I just think he definitely deserves one of these fights now because I don't think he should get a title fight 2020 I think nah, 2021 I mean, yeah. maybe early 2021 after, I think
0: when he beats Joyce hopefully if he does I think maybe he should look at like a Cabayel or a I was going to say Hunter, but that's ambitious. That is that Maybe is. a Hunter at the end of the year. Yeah. Maybe Hunter at the end of the year, but like a Cabell, kind of like a someone around there. Maybe a Bryant Jennings as well. One of the more washed-up heavyweights who mm. has still got a bit of talent about them. Even Otto Wallin, actually, he did quite well against Fury. He showed he's quite good. A Southpaw, a Charles Martin, that wouldn't be too bad. A former previous... Champion, I'm so. a god. I will walk over <laughs> you. I'll never forget that. I I'm will walk around. over you. <laughs> Absolutely hilarious, man. They bought that belt, Charles oh, Martin. What a joker. But, yeah, that's kind of my stand with um, my boy. The only thing I will Triple say. D.
1: D. The only thing I will say, though, um, can you imagine the press conference between Joyce and
0: Dubois? It'd be the most boring... I can't imagine it.
1: Oh, God. It'd be it'd be like watching
0: paint dry. Mate, it'd be, it'd be watch- awful. It'd be like watching yourself opening a can of Sprite and seeing all the bubbles fizz away. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, there'll be more joy in that than their press conference. I
1: mean, I I can't wait for Dubois's journey. I think he's the definitely the next British. Um, well, one of two because my next prospects, which I will get onto shortly, um, uh, is is the other fighter that I think as British fans should get behind. But Dubois is definitely the next one. Yeah, now I think I think everybody squad. should get behind Dubois because he's a threat. I know he did look a bit stiff sometimes in his. In his training, mm. but he's definitely got a stiff jab, which is a weapon in the heavyweight mm. division. He's got a powerful right hand, and he can take a punch as well. Probably so he can, yeah. it's, it's going to be interesting, to say the very least. So moving on to another prospect, the second prospect that I am very, very interested in seeing mm. is the man himself in the light heavyweight division, Joshua Buatsi. Now that's a bit Ooh. of a red herring. You went for your fellow Brits. I went for the big Brits as well. In as well. oh god, this guy <laughs> in um. Tony Dubois, I've gone for our other fellow Brit in the form of Joshua Buatzi. Now, Joshua Boazzi, yeah, he's 26 and you're thinking, oh, he's not under 25, but he's still very, very, very raw to Mm. the professional game in boxing. But let's take it back a step. Let's talk about when I first saw Joshua Boazzi. So I saw Joshua Buatzi in the 2016 Rio Olympics, where he fought for Great Britain in the light heavyweight division and got a bronze medal. Now, I was there. I believe I was doing my A-levels. I can't remember. I don't think I'm getting dementia yet, but you know, <laughs> I think I was, I was studying at that time. Let's just say it like that. Giving away your age, boy. I'm not giving away my age because I, I didn't tell you if I was in my first year, if I was in my GCSEs oh, okay, or yeah. what, but I was definitely studying at that stage, so just say the very least. And 2016 Olympics. My God, that was one of the best performances I've seen from an up-and-coming prospect for a very long time. Mm. So, getting a bronze medal... You think, right, it's not a gold medal. But if you think about how many fighters there are in the world in the amateur scene, it is ridiculous. Mm. And to get a bronze medal is not... It's not bad. It's not terrible. It's a great platform. And that's where I think people need to understand that. Joshua Bozzi isn't just a power puncher. Like, on his record, he's got 12 wins, 10 wins by KO, which is amazing,
0: but he's got skill. You can't just win an Olympic medal if you don't have skill. Let me chuck a question at you quickly before you carry on. Another fellow British light heavyweight. Who's better? Buatze or Yard? Oh, Jesus Christ. As, as Ade says, gun to your head. Gun <laughs> to your head. Who are you going for? For me, I'm going Buatze. I'm going Buatze as well. But yeah. the thing with Buatze and why I think he's, he's
1: the next best thing, if, if you just look at the way he fights, if, if, look at the fighters as he's fought. He's fought Reynold Quinlan, mm-hmm. who I believe Chris Eubank Jr. fought for a a make-believe belt, we should add, (laughs) but he definitely did fight for a belt. He's fought Liam Conroy. I remember his last fight against... uh, Ryan Ford, Ford. yeah. 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 And it wasn't just, oh, a decision. He knocks these
0: people out. Yeah, 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 he's got a good knockout. With viciousness. With with venom. (laughs) Viciousness. I don't even think that's a word, but it just sounds (laughs) I thought you were the English teacher. What's going on here? I mean,
1: (laughs) I did get an A star in English, but that's pretty poor (laughs) I don't want to, you know, get all... Big and arrogant here, but, mm. I mean, I should be doing better with my mo <laughs> there. But anyway,
0: Buatzi. He's not a small light. Well, actually, he is, compared to some of the some of the other light heavyweights, because, like I just mentioned his name, Anthony Yard, he's quite a muscly, toned light heavyweight. He's Bad thick, Jack, though, with five Cs. John Pascal, they are quite thick, big men. And just Bwatsi, say it, just say it. Yeah. <laughs> We're all friends here. It's Hollywood, man. <laughs> no, but, you know what I'm saying, uh, Buatzi's a bit more... Slimmer, a bit more yeah. toned compared to them. He's man. got a nice frame. I like his frame. Yeah. He's got and like a coverlet frame almost. Yeah, like yeah. That. Like he's got the co- height. Got a taller Kovalev, yeah, in a sense. And like you said, he's a tidy fighter. He utilizes his punch. He's clean. He's got, no pun again. He, he knows how to jab and weave the boy. I don't know if I don't know if he's been listening to us beforehand or something, but you know what I mean. And yeah, but actually, that's a great one to look out forward to. I think I don't know. If, would you see him fighting for a world title fight this year or what level? How are we stepping up?
1: I think I think he's gonna have more of these international fighters to get his name out there. I mm. think also, I think uh, he did I believe he did fight on the Joshua Ruiz card in New York, so that was great for his name and getting himself out there. And I think if there's another card coming up in the US, I think get yourself out there, Josh. Is it's one of the things you I would who, do. You know who
0: I'd like to see him fight for the end of the year, Marcus Brown. Want to beat Badu Jack? Badu Jack, yeah. I think that will just be a nice little stepping stone into twenty twenty one. I think if I was to see that fight, I think it'd probably be end of
1: this year. Yeah, end of twenty twenty. Because I
0: think it's a bit too early to have. Marcus I think Brown's maybe a beast. maybe two maybe two three fights this year. Actually, Marcus Brown's a bit ambitious, isn't it? I don't know. You never say never. I do, I do like Anthony. No. Maybe even a, a Badu Jack. Badu Jack. There's not really much left for him. I think he's got to fight Jean Pascal though. Oh, the rematch. The rematch. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Fair enough. Maybe, maybe after the rematch, you can go look for the winner. That will be a nice episode towards the end of the year. And then that can really push him into the top 10. Top 10. I wouldn't say he's a top 10 now. I'd say he's top 15 for sure. Mm. But that can really catapult him. Or even if he wanted to, take me out from the Yard fight. Listen, kind of make a statement. But that's a big risk for Yard. But R's. we all know about the
1: politics in boxing. Mm. It's worse than the politics we see in our very own British Parliament. Mm. So... Um, <laughs> That's uh, the interesting one because obviously, uh, Oris. <laughs> oh god, yeah. As as we all know, Anthony Yard is with Frank Warren, with BT, mm. and Josh is with Eddie Hearn on Sky. So oh, yeah. we can talk it up as much as we want. We do they can, tend
0: to make fights? I can think uh, of who's the time. Who's Kid Galahad with?
1: Who's he with? He's with. Um, He's with. He's with Eddie. Yeah, he had the, the fight I, with. Um, but I do believe that I went to a purse bid. Oh, okay. So. They didn't actually agree Green, to make a yeah. fight, af- Which just shows how hard it is to negotiate but between yeah. two rival promoters. And let's be honest, Frank Warren, he hates Eddie oh, yeah, they, uh, I know he might be like, I don't care about Eddie oh,
0: whatnot. <laughs> he despises the guy. Rivalry. He does not like him. I'm going to go for all. my last prospects. I think this is our, probably our joint well, one. Our joint, which you know, know what? Here. I've just had another one come to my head. All right. Obviously, I- I'll just speak about it just very briefly. All right. So that was I- so we've got Joshua Bawazzi. And Daniel, Daniel Dubois. Dubois. There's two. So my my fourth one, should I say? Because we'll go for three. My fourth one is F.A. Jagbar. Okay. Just staying true to the Nigerian, the Nigerian blood. Heavyweight. He, La- he, was, he was in Lagos recently, so you know, <laughs> of course you got to drop that one. <laughs> well, in as well. He had to drop it for the culture, for the for the gang, the Nigerian gang. But F.A. Jagbar, another heavyweight, six foot six, massive. He had a, he had had a very good year. He's had a very good year. He had four or five fights. Uh, all of them knockout. I think one of them was a decision or so, but it was unanimous. And F A Jagbert is just someone to look out for. I think the only problem is I don't know who he is with promotion wise because he's only had twelve fights or so, and he's does he make the twenty five? I think is he 25, 24?
1: I, I think I was just saying that as a ballpark so okay, going I mean, yeah. like Joshua Butts, he's twenty six, and you're thinking, yeah, he's, one yeah, but I he's think still young Jaguar's to Twenty
0: five or twenty four, so he's still got a good career. I think he needs to get himself behind the right right promotional body. See some bigger fights. See some. Um, <sighs> Carlos Ackman's a big one. Um, oh, ugh, nah, that's too big for him now. I think maybe like a Bryant Jennings, just come kind, of, kind of the rusted old ones. Houston uh, off. Maybe him and Joyce would be great. That would be a great fight. I would like FA to see Jaguar, that, Jagba, yeah. He's solid. I don't. Know, did you see the video where um, these two guys were meant to fight them someone walked out the ring? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was, yeah. That was FA Jaguar. Oh, was, yeah. I'd, be, I'd walk out yeah, of the ring yeah. as well, to be honest <laughs> with you, but I, like, one I don't know who you're he's on about. A mean, yeah. yeah, he's a mean-looking mother. <laughs> mother. Yeah, let's keep this PG. <laughs> Keep it PG for we the want, kids. We want we want to get that subscription from ITV or something. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. But FA Jabba, he's he's the fourth one. He's not my actual one. The actual one I'm going to go for is the kid himself, the Fly boy, the dream, the dream, Mister Devon Haney. Yeah. So
1: we mentioned him earlier about Recess and Champion, but mm. this is when we talk about the man himself. He
0: is he's a great he's a great prospect. Team. I love him. 21, 24 fights. May how. And he's what undefeated. Eight. Undefeated. Uh, is it how many knockouts? Sixteen, fifty, fifteen knockouts from then twenty-four, mate. By For the a lightweight, of, that is you know pretty I mean? damn good. By the end of his career, thinking about how many different, um, how many different uh, weight divisions he's going to touch, he could be seeing sixty, seventy fights in total, and hopefully less. I don't know if he's. People saying he's the new Floyd, undefeated. Um, Everyone said that about Adrian Broner, so let's yeah. not let's not hype this whole. Broner Floyd is good Mayweather. though. Broner just he just loves the money. He True, was, but let's
1: not hype this Floyd Mayweather. I know it's, yeah. I know it's not you saying it, but yeah. people do need to relax with. Just it's like when you see a footballer come out. Oh yeah, he's the next Messi. Oh yeah, he's the next, next Cristiano Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Yeah, yeah. Let's pipe that pipe down a little bit. <laughs> pipe let's, down. Let's take his nice slow, as you like to say. <laughs> not Amazon Prime, no fast
0: track. No nice fast track. No Amazon Prime. Nice and slow. <laughs> nice and slow, but. Levin um, great. He's great. I don't know how many fights he had. I remember the last one I watched was on that um, KSI card. I was a bit upset that um, he... Was I upset? Yeah, I was upset. Why not? Just say it. <laughs> yeah, say yeah. how it is. I think I was upset that he was uh, under, undercard. I think if the KSI was the undercard, it would have made more sense. Like Kim and Billy Joe, they're world title carriers. The undercard of YouTube is like... I guess the YouTubers did attract the views and it was the biggest buying, the biggest and buying on the zone, I believe, but a bit upsetting to see an actual prospect and an actual belt holder on the undercard of YouTubers, but it's twenty twenty, we're past it, we're moving on. I think Devin Haney's gonna catapult himself this year. I think, like you just said, I don't want him to rush it. I think he's been calling out for your boy Loma. He I don't he's he's not ready for that.
1: I think do you think he's calling him out because um, he's the WBC recess champion or is that just because he has to fight what, like, is, Wasco, what, what is what recess you, champion I don't, I don't, think I don't even know what is. it is I mean I think it's because Lomachenko he's become the franchise champion for yeah, whatever reason sort of the W promoted the belt right so that's that now I remember Loma because I believe Devin Haney was interim champion yeah so Lomachenko at some point obviously has to fight Devin Haney that belt but then obviously it's not the franchise because I heard Loma
0: can never lose the franchise exactly belt.
1: but then what I'm trying to say is obviously Loma was meant to fight Devin Haney but then Devin Haney but for some reason they made Loma recess champion then they made Devin Haney franchise champion because he got injured not yeah. franchise sorry recess, recess, champ, yeah. recess champion because he got injured so it's just all it's all really confusing it's, it's as bad as this Brexit <laughs> rubbish to be honest so mm. I mean I don't know what's going on you don't know what's going on your average Joe doesn't know what's going on no, yeah, so so they really, really need to sort that out. WBC Marco Suleiman needs to uh, pull his finger out of his ass and uh, start <laughs> fixing things because I we need I we need clarity. Like, we want to know who's the WBC belt holder, and we want to know I don't who like are the best. Franchise
0: champion. We uh, I think we all know it's Loma. Come on, yeah. You'd be you'd be crazy not to think that you'd be crazy to think. Oh, of course, Devin Haney's got the belt. Loma's got this franchise rubbish. That uh, Devin is the best. Come on, he is a prospect. He's great. He's a great talent, but. Give credit where credit is due. Loma is the champion, and it'll be crazy to rush it. Sorry, Devin Haney fighting Loma is like Dubois fighting Joshua. Like, you're just... Mm. Sorry, you, you are going to get to that level, boy, but don't rush it. Just take your time. Fight your Get the experience you need. Learn from it. Get, get, look at Joshua. He still loses. He's still got learning to do himself, and he's the, the undisputed, whatever, champion. So, like still, like, these boys, these prospects, they need to... Learn, don't rush it, don't think, Oh, I want the big money now. If you're in it for the love of the sport, the love of the game, then someone like Devin Haney, I'm sorry, but he can he could dominate in a few years. Definitely. And when I say dominate, I'm meaning four divisions. I mean in. Jeez. Uh, would I go middle? Oh, I don't know. I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go that well, far. he's obviously well, a lightweight now, lightweight. so it's lightweight, super lightweight, super lightweight light, welterweight, well, well. at a push, super, super well. Hmm. That's Has a, he's a push. High, he's got the height on him, though. I mean, what is he? Five, actually, he's five eight. Listen, you don't like you don't like small boys, so. No, he, no but I'm just saying because <laughs> if we're looking at welterweight, he's welterweight, five eight, he's, weight, he's, Look at he's Spence. Right, yeah. Spence is what is he? Five eleven or so.
1: But then you say obviously Haney's five eight. Bloody Canelo's five nine, but he's
0: thick. Yeah, and he he's just, got Mexican meat just on done him. The, the oh, super. Uh, yeah, light, he's quite heavy.
1: Sorry. F- interesting stuff. I don't know yeah. what kind of meat he has there. I mean, we yeah. just had meat for our lunch, but <laughs> we didn't have that kind of meat. We I did not like, have right that now.
0: kind of meat because, mate, I'm still feeling as weak as ever. But get myself to Mexico, get a few of them burgers, and let's see what divisions I can fight. You yeah, know? you'd be fighting <laughs> Canelo in no time.
1: You know, modern day Rocky Balboa story, you know this mean? would be from from. Nah.
0: The, but Devin, he can he can really dominate some divisions to be honest. And I think, I I wouldn't want to see Loma this year. I don't think. Oh, am I even interested in Loma fight really?
1: You know Who now? I'd love to
0: see Haney fight someone like
1: Linares. Okay. and I think that would be a really good fight. And it would definitely give a yardstick as to where Haney's progression has been. And if he beats, if he beats Linares, then
0: he's definitely he's definitely top, up there, yeah. top 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 level fighter. I would say would you. Is he in the top ten? I think he is. He is, he is. We need top to give credit 10. where credit is due. He may be young, but he's still he's still making a statement. I think um I'm trying to think who else there is in the light division. Well, um,
1: here's one that I'm gonna say for you now. Like I know we definitely agree that Haney is a prospect and one of our few prospects that we are very, very intrigued to watch this year, but here's another one. Now, you're going to think, what a hypocrite. And he's so, contra- he's so contradictory. Like, why is he saying that? But- Are you going to say Javonte? Davis no, no, no. The- I, I said we're not going to say no, him the starlight. Come on. Walk now. out of the room, man. <laughs> we booked this room for an hour. So you can't walk out of here. Here's the thing. You know, I don't like him because I think he's an Instagram fighter. But he's definitely a prospect. And he's in the lightweight division. Devin Haney's beaten him
0: in the amateurs a few times. Oh, I know where this is going. It's going to my boy, Fast Hands, Mexico. Oh, yes, he knows.
1: <laughs> he knows.
0: Ryan Garcia, he's come on. He's a talented
1: man. I, 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 do, I, do, I do think he's a prospect. I mean, I don't personally... I'm not bought into the hype yet, personally. And really? I, I, I'll tell you why. I think he's got really quick hands. No one's denying yeah, yeah, that. Whether it's it. quicker someone like Tevin Farmer... Mm. or Gary Russell Jr. Or Amir Khan in his prime. In his prime is, you know, debatable. But obviously, he's got the Mexican blood in him, even mm. if he can't speak Spanish, which is, is questionable. But, <laughs> but yeah, he's under Oscar De La Hoya, who was once a great fighter in his time. Oh, he's a God really good best, promoter, yeah. even if he's a bit shady. Golden boys. He's, he's in America, he's in, and he's fighting mostly under Canelo shows. That's already going to bring viewership. And he trains alongside Canelo as well. In the gym, yeah. So if you just add all that up, of course it's going to build the hype.
0: Yeah, they kind of. I think they are kind of sculpted him to. Um, I look at it as a relay race. Let's say Canelo's Canelo's doing his lap now. I think Canelo, I, still, I think he's still got a few fights in him. But Garcia is the one who's going to get the baton. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's, he's going to do the next distance, and I think they'll probably look for the next fight after him but uh, you know me, I like Ryan Garcia. You do.
1: I just said it because I'm just I'm just he's being honest tall. here. He's yeah.
0: taller than Haney. I think, it's five, five, 11, five, 10, no, I think he's 5'11", 5'10". I think he's only five nine. you know. He, was, not, um, he just looks tall because yeah, he's really he's slim. slim. And he, he's got the quick hands. I remember his last fight, uh, he took that one on a rush, didn't he? D- do or someone? But he won that D- one. Don't, know, him, don't know. know. He won in the
1: first round and knocked him out, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, like, Romero Rame- 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 Dunno, yeah. yeah. So he knocked him out in the first round. Mm. And obviously, he's got 16 knockouts in 19 fights. So he's, he's doing great. There's, there's, mm. there's no denying that. But I just want to see him fight high-level opposition. Yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. obviously feeds into the hype. Incredible people. But it backs the hype as well because it's like saying, oh, yeah. So it's like me saying, I'm, I'm in the Premier League. I've scored against, I don't know, you crap your, your crappier teams oh for like, crap, okay, yeah. let's say Norwich. I well, know they're not crap, but yeah. like they're bottom of the table. I've, I've like scored against Norwich, Norwich right? Southamptons,
0: Watford's. Yeah. and then
1: when it comes against the likes of let's say more, like, let's, let's say, say hard, opposition. okay, let's say Chelsea, Leicester, mm. Everton, those kind of teams, Wolves, Sheffield United, I do alright against them. Nothing it's near. like it doesn't really feel it doesn't. You, I don't buy the hype with that. It's like for me, I've always said it. Harrison Kane for Tottenham Hotspur. Harrison. Harrison. Yeah. Oh, I was, Jesus. I like calling him Harrison. <laughs> I don't know why I like calling him Harrison, but. Harrison Kane, for me, he's always been a big big, big game bottler. I don't think when it comes to the uh, the big games, he turns up enough, to be honest with you. And that's why when it comes to like, playing, I'm just like, yeah, he's a good player. He gets, he's a goal scorer. Yeah, he'll get you goals. But mm. when it comes to the big games, don't rate him. And it's like Ryan Garcia, I know he hasn't fought that many big fights yet, but I want to see those fights because then step I can in the I can side, judge though. I can judge it. I'm side. not saying he needs to fight the grades of the division, but definitely fight some higher calibre fights And don't like just
0: a, fight a as you...
1: That's quite hard, but that'd be a good fight. A see, fight, I know, actually, I know, yeah. I know. Obviously, uh, Ryan Garcia is looking at uh, what's his name, Lenares as well. That one of the fighters we mm. think Devin Haney should fight, but he's looking at um, Lenares this year. So that'd be a really good fight. See, I'd like to see that. I think I think Comey would be a good fight as well. Rich that'd Comey. be a good fight as a comeback. Yeah. But I just want to see Ryan Garcia up against a half decent fight for me to then say, you know what, I will buy into that hype. I think he's going to be good. Or, you know what, still unsure. It's not because, like, listen, Ryan Garcia's got everything good going for him. He's Mexican, mm. he's got a fast hand, he's got a good promoter. You know, he's a good-looking chap as well.
0: He's quite <laughs> sharp, you know. But is he the real deal? We need to find that out. Mm. Even talking about the their matchups, I think even, you know what, if Lopez doesn't take the Loma fight, because I don't know if Loma wants to uh, unify the uh, light division, lightweight division, maybe a Lopez versus Devin Haney towards the end of the year that would be good because they're both young guys, both prospects, both coming up. And I know I said I don't like prospects fighting each other, but when they've kind of got their belts and they're kind of repping their division, like what what else can they do? When you when you're that young and you're that great, you got to fight the other the other young great guys. So there's no one else for you to fight because like we don't want them fighting these guys who are like kind of washed up, kind of like not going anywhere. Maybe a Campbell? wouldn't mind chucking a Campbell in there. That'd be a good fight, actually. He didn't yeah, do that'd too be, bad That'd be a against, good fight, to see, um, actually. But I think Campbell's,
1: yeah. he's looking at fighting for the WBC belt at this stage because obviously you've got the whole malarkey with the franchise champion, mm. recess champion. I don't know what kind of champion they're going to go for next bloody thoroughbred champion <laughs> going into horse racing at this stage, but... And um, you can look at other weight I
0: guess. You can look at uh, superlight True, but there. I think I think you don't... Wouldn't you say you want to establish, sway, your, establish yeah.
1: yourself kind of thing in the, in the division we'll see, at the but, first stage? But I think, listen... I might not be his biggest fan at the moment, but he's definitely a prospect, and you can't deny that. Ryan Garcia is one to watch, and there's a reason he got. He's, he's, I think he's with Jim Shark as well. Yeah, yeah. He's got yeah. everything going for him, so there's yeah, yeah. no denying that. And it takes a man to is say, he's in, right yeah. he in a good right place, right? So I'll hold my hands up and say, listen, I hope it works out for him. At the moment, I, I don't really buy into the hype, but he's definitely a prospect. And I would love at some point, it, it's going to happen in the future because of obviously they fought in the amateurs. Devin Haney and Ryan Garcia, two of the prospects we've just mentioned, they're going to fight in the future at some point, and I can't wait for that. Yeah. Fight. And it. So, so that's that's, 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 that's Obviously, Daniel Dubois,
0: yeah. Daniel Dubois, <laughs>
1: Devin Haney. Uh, Devin Haney. That's a good one. Obviously, Ryan Garcia, Joshua Buati. There's there's more as well. There's obviously, uh, there's Austin Amo Williams from Texas. He's a FA, middleweight.
0: F.A. Balaka, earlier uh, you mentioned. Um, your other guy from France. Oh, Tony Yoka. Tony Yoka. I was going to mention him. He didn't quite make the cut. He's and um, well, obviously, we got rid of the cut. He's 27. Again, he needs to get behind the right and promotional body. He's. I saw his. I watched his fight against David Allen. Jesus, this kid is dangerous. I I don't know if you managed to see it, but he is dangerous. This Tony Yoka, he's a young 27. He's still quite young. I think he's had about 10 or is it 10 or so fights. He hasn't had that many fights, but he's looking good. He's a nice, tall, powerful heavyweight, and I'd like to see him just come over and just see what he can do. Like I say, over here because I don't know. UK is kind of where the, the, the main fight scene it is. It is. It's not across
1: the pond, yeah, it's right it's, it's here. This is, it where is. It is. It is. this is where it is. I I
0: know they're all flying out to America, yeah. which is annoying me. because do... of the money, let's be yeah. real. But Tony Oak, I think you can make a statement. If he just finds a, a level up opponent and just people suck giving this kid where credit is due, six foot seven, he is massive.
1: Yeah, and I mean, like they're, they're just a few of the names. Obviously, there's other he- there's other fighters. There's a the, uh, Croatian heavyweight, Philip Hugovic. He's another prospect gonna... that he'll be interesting. That's good. Um, Heavyweight's
0: looking so, good. Uh, I know.
1: Yeah, and then there's obviously is one that I think would be quite interesting just because of his dad. But there's a uh, Ivan. Young Holy, Holyfield. The <laughs> oh, yeah, I watched his fight. Of uh, uh, the great... Oh, uh, he Holyfield. was on the
0: undercard of Wilder, I think it was. Yeah, like, I, mean, yeah um, I watched that
1: one. He's a super welterweight, mm. and he and he looks he looks good, eh? Mm.
0: Charlo, watch out, eh? Oh, <laughs> God, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'd be kind of worried for Kel Brook's eye, but... <laughs> oh, forget um, kelbrook He's meant to be fighting soon, but... Yeah, I know. Forget him. But, anyway, we have talked about our prospects. Why not, before we wrap it up, I think we should look at... What would you say are your three biggest fights you kind of hoping for or or look forward to hopefully this year or towards the end of the year i think i'm going to kick it off obviously within reason let's not slap in the joshua versus um joshua versus wilder because that's not going to happen so slap it starting it off i'm going to go quite realistic and go joshua you for me that's one i think i'd like to yeah, see yeah no i i
1: would definitely agree with that i can't wait that's got to happen this year i am all for that fight i can't wait um the next fight I'll say is uh, Lopez and Lomachenko. Ooh, That'll be a bloody great fight. I can't wait for that fight. I'd love to see that fight happen. You know me. I'm a massive, massive Lomachenko fan. Lo- Lopez looked really good in his last fight when he mm. knocked out Comey. So that'd be a really good fight to see. And obviously I would like to see Lopez um give a good fight to Lomachenko. But ideally I want to see Lomachenko unify that division. Yeah. And just fight everyone from
0: like... Super lightweight.
1: Uh, yeah, super just lightweight, lightweight featherweight, super featherweight, just those those divisions, I just want to see Lomachenko go up and down, just fight
0: the best because that's what you want to see. Mm. Um, and then, what would you say is one more fight? For me, um, I'll, go, I'll go for one, I've got two more but I'll just say one now, I know you'll definitely agree with it. I see our boy, what's his name? Oh God, I've just got his name, it's gone out of my head. What's our, what? our welterweight king called again? Well, your king, the one who reckons he's... Um, powerful Crawford. Power. Crawford versus... Um, Porter. Porter. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah, you,
1: you knew it. You were hyping it up. Yeah. You were getting all the seasons <laughs> in the drum. Making that Get sauce in. and then you dropped the sauce there. Had no, to drop
0: it in there. I, I'm, I am loving that. Yeah. I would love to see that I part. see Crawford going across the pond, leave actually coming to fight one of the PVC boys. I think um, Spence we all know he's had the um, accident and I think it's a bit too early to rush into anything me and you both agree that in um, 2020 he should just call it just call it a rest Yeah, not have anything but I'd love to see Crawford and Paul. I think that would be a great fight I think Port will really show him a dogfest just really come at him and Crawford will be under pressure and it's time to see is he really the powerful pound, pound he thinks he is is he really the well-awake king he thinks he is but 2020 is a great year and there's a lot of big things to look forward to. Look yeah. forward to more content from yeah, us. Watch
1: this space. I mean, um, we're always going to be drowning our sorrows because as uh, you guys need to know, we're Man United fans and it's not going oh, great for us right now. So every now and then we need, we might just discuss what's going on yeah. at uh, the one great and mighty club. We, but we love
0: all sports. UFC. We love it. Football. Chucking a bit of cricket. Why not? Uh, rugby. You know, I love a bit of rugby. So we'll talk about everything. Everything within reason is just... A platform for people just come socialize and just share share opinions or have complete opposite opinions people might completely think differently to us but watch out for us and hopefully we'll be back next week with another banging episode until then yeah see you later guys peace